I walk along the street of sorrow. Hi, I'm Connor. I'm the host and game master of the Not D&D Show. This is Bioshock Drowned City Blues, Episode 5. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on SoundCloud and iTunes. Enjoy! So, uh, Claire, you go to work. Um, yeah, your workstation's all set up for you. They've got a bunch of samples for you to run today. A lot of just like... All right, fine. Busy work. I just start working on everything. And people, by the way, mentioned to you, uh, they applaud you on your report about the uh, initial atom findings. Like, wow, no adverse side effects, huh? That's incredible. Great. This is all a ruse, but fine. This is fine for now. I'm just going to, like... It's a very important report. This will go down in rapture history. Maybe even world history. If we're lucky. Um, Yeah, that's... (laughs) I'm just, thank you. Um, yes, that's, that's very good. I'm, I'm going to go back to my research. Yeah, please, everyone. You go back to work in the dim blue light of this giant aquarium that's in the center of your laboratory. It's so creepy in here, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> alrighty, well, can I, what am I working on? Just like samples and stuff? Yeah, you've got a bunch of anemone samples to run today. You've got a few chemicals from the water, fuel pollutants that they're trying to just test the effects of. Actually, go, make a listen roll. Oh, I made it. I got 17 for 45. Um, you hear very faint and very far away. There's violin music coming from the vents. That's a bitch. I swear. All right, I'm going to go check it out. Okay. It's, there's the vent that's... Oh, it's just in the vent? Yeah. But it's connected to... It's a vent just passing by, like, the, the air conditioning for your particular office. Um, and you hear this quiet echoing down from far away, but getting louder as it approaches closer violin music this pipe is is too small for a person to be inside though well i guess i'll just make note of it is there a scraping sliding sound coming down it the music's getting louder jesus christ can i take the vent off the vent cover sure let's do it you take it off and uh you peer inside and you look up uh, you have to like stand on a little chair to look in through, into the dark vent and from the dim blue light of the aquarium behind you you see Patricia who is looking emaciated and has like contorted herself into this pipe smaller than any person should be able to playing the violin as she goes her limbs all crooked the tiny tight buttons of her spine extending out farther than they should oh my um, god <laughs> oh she's just this ravenous shell of a human her nose are bleeding her clothes are hanging loose around her and she just looks up at you and says do you like the song claire i wrote it for you oh my god what happened you didn't i talk to you the other day (laughs) yes of course i've done quite a bit of adam in the meantime and i can't wait to get the rest you do have it don't you she's playing it and crawling down the pipe towards you jesus christ absolutely not i don't have it what the fuck this is crazy she starts to unfold herself out of the pipe and her limbs just bend and contort and snap in ways that they shouldn't be able to move um you can tell that that adam has already started to mutate her and change her like the fish um she's done so much of it in such a short time um go ahead and make a biology roll jesus <laughs> my god i'm so 83 didn't make it at all so you're not quite sure how how much that she had to take to, to get to that point clearly over time it can have effects like this and she unfolds and unfurls herself out of the pipe and puts the violin down just steps closer to you so you've got the atom it's ready for me Nope, I haven't had it for quite some time. Where's the rest of the atom, Claire? I know you've hidden it somewhere. I'm sorry, but I've definitely Unless you've taken it, you greedy fucking bitch. Oh my god, is my gun still assembled? I don't know, I guess it's not assembled. It can't fit, it's disassembled in your bag then? Okay. Yeah. Alright, yeah, I mean, I don't trust any of these people. <laughs> okay. Obviously, they're insane. 
Um, okay, well, Jesus. You've taken it yourself, haven't you, Claire? No, obviously not. I will cut you open and lick it up from your guts. Jesus Christ, can I she, assemble my guns? She wild? plays the violin. And yeah, as she says these words to you, um, syringes start to float up out of her pockets and her dress, just like crevices, um, like hidden under her arms and under her bra. And they float up all around her and hover and shudder in the air. And she, as she plays faster and faster, they start to twitch and then they fly at you in a swarm. Oh my God, I dodged. Okay, roll dodge. Jesus, this sucks. Oh, a three, thank God. You dodge these syringes, which embed into the wall inches from your face. You have to roll away from them and they dig in. Stick, stick, stick. Can I grab her foot and like drag her down so I can like uh, tie her up or do something so that I can, like, I don't want to kill her yet, but I just wanted to stop doing it. Okay, go ahead and roll fist. Great, yeah, I totally made it. You grab her ankle from where you are and trip her and she falls and whacks her head on the marble floor and screams out. You see people lean their heads out of offices down the hall as the, it draws their attention. Oh my God, shut the fuck up. She grabs a syringe and crawls over on top of you and tries to jam it into you. Okay, you're being very dramatic. Um, can I, um, I just punch her in the face. In order to wrestle and grapple, we're gonna go ahead and roll grapple. Oh man, no, didn't make it. She's inching this syringe closer and closer to your eye. You've one hand reached out and clutching it. Do I have a weird, can I headbutt her? A critical failure. Oh shit, you headbutt the syringe. No! <laughs> it I'll... sticks into the side of your face. Oh, motherfucker. It, uh, let's take, give you a uh, one. Oh, you're lucky. She slams your head on the ground and shakes Jesus you. Jesus Christ, is there anything in Where's the atom, Claire? I don't have it! Okay, um, what else is around me that I can hit her with? You've got all kinds of lab equipment. You've got beakers and test tubes. You've got scalpels and forceps. This is near where you did the autopsy on the fish. Great, okay, cool. Can I just take whatever is handy and like try to stab her in the back of it? You can grab a scalpel. Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay, you grab a scalpel and stick her with it. Um, go ahead and, and do a d6 plus your damage bonus. Oh, six. You get her really bad right in the neck. Good. Stick right in the side of her neck. You stab her with the scalpel. Um, blood splashes out over you, and she uh, grits her teeth, and this nasty, fetid, brownish-green substance trickles out from her nose and mouth. She lifts you up and tries to shove your head onto a Bunsen burner. You take four points of damage as she starts to slowly roast you over this flame. Okay, I guess I'll just murder her then. Okay. Okay, great. With the knife? Um, yeah. Oh, five. Yep, you stick it in the side of her neck and lodge it really deep. And her eyes just light up, and then she goes slack and falls on you, and blood just pours out all over you. Damn. All right, well, I'm glad that's over. The syringes that were floating, <laughs> the syringes, <laughs> they clack down to the ground. Okay, great. Um, okay, cool. Well, I'm just going to, like, I don't want to hoist her over my shoulder to be too dramatic, but, like, this is a bit, I need to... You hear murmurs down the hall. You hear your coworkers. All right, everyone, show's over. Go back to work. It's not a big deal. I'm now a renowned scientist, so I can get away with some eccentrics. Please go away. You're soaked in blood. <laughs> You're wearing a lab Nothing coat. Nothing to see here, friends. Soaked in blood with uh, a gouge in the side of your face and severe burns. <laughs> Mondays, am I right, guys? <laughs> Ooh, TGIF. Couple days. Okay, seriously, everyone go back to your Should have done this after I had my coffee. <laughs> Do you want to pull the syringe out? Yeah. Okay. You pull the syringe out of your face and it's filled with some sort of fetid, rotten liquid. Ugh. All right, well, I'll save that to test for later. Because okay. um, It's probably just liquid hepatitis. Good. Well, I can't wait to find out. Okay. Um, Yum. Or stab it in someone else's letter. Oh, I could have done that to her. Well, too late now. Should we call security, Claire? No. I'm good. Um, actually, I'm just gonna contact my friends. Uh, thanks. Um, so I'm just gonna like put a sheet over her. Okay. Or, like, something just, like 
you go ahead and me, like wrap her up a little bit so that like the blood is- You're just gonna keep this in your office and like turn people away who come to check the fridge? Yeah, you have a yeah, fridge for right. like morgue doors for specimens. Perfect, I'll put her in there for oh, okay. safekeeping. Your supervisor comes by and says, Claire, I heard a, quite a racket in here. Is everything all right? Oh my God, I know it's so dramatic, but like not a big deal at you look, all. You're bleeding. I know a fish exploded on me. It's really insane. It was intense. Roll fast talk. <laughs> 85, man. Claire, clearly something's very wrong. I think you better go to the hospital. Were you attacked in here? What's going on? I was, but it's really above your pay grade, so thank you so much for your concern, but I Damn. am, um... <laughs> I don't know if we've met. My name is Genevieve. I'm your supervisor. Yes, <laughs> okay. yes, yes, yes. I'm aware. I know you do um, here. <laughs> great. Anyway, thank you. I will go to the hospital, but right now, there are far more pressing matters that I cannot, I am not, I can't talk about right now. So, um, I'll check in with you later. I'll put a report on your desk about this, but for okay. now, don't worry about it. Uh, all right. Should we call a janitor? <laughs> yeah. There's blood on your floor. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it was really dramatic. Actually, yeah, if you could just call like a robot to clean this, that would be great. Okay. Great. Uh, we'll talk soon. <laughs> if you could get those anemone samples just whenever. Definitely. Five o'clock, you don't need to. Oh my God, they're already dead. That's not what exploded. I'll get that to you as soon as possible. Sure, take your time. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Of course. See, now everyone leaves me alone when I'm covered in blood. You're soaked in blood. <laughs> what I mean. Okay, great. Um, I'm gonna go uh, grab my friends. Okay. And, uh... You gonna take some time off? Do you need like a, you wanna take lunch early? No, 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 I'm great. Okay. I'm good. I mean, I guess I will. I just need to go run an errand. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone just uh, shuts their office doors as you go by. Good talk. Um, awesome. I'm not here to make friends. Everyone is um, very scared of you. Good. That's how I like it. Uh, okay, cool. So gonna track down these folks and bring them back to the lab. They're on the way to the police station. Oh, they are? Yeah. Great, I'm gonna race there. Oh, right there right now. You wanna take the metro to the station? Yeah. Okay, you'll catch up with them in a minute. The rest of you guys you show up at the police station. Um, they're starting the day's business, so there's subs showing up outside. In the port, you see the uh, Zanzibar 3 is already here. It's docked. Huddle up really quick. You look beautiful, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, don't worry, I got it. Just you know. It's gonna be Heather. Longbottom. That's my name in this is this for Heather Long. Call me Miss Heather or Miss Heather Longbottom or Miss Heather Longbottom. I'm Miss Heather Longbottom. Okay, we are not in a good place. No, no, trust me. I can be very convincing. Alright, try convince me. Well, I don't feel like I need to convince someone like you of your stature. The accent is not you don't need the accent. Oh you think it's you think it's too much? I think it's too much. How about we just aim to say as little as possible? Scott's making a spot hidden roll. I make it. You make it. Um, so you're in the uh, trans the metro station, um, and it's starting to clear out as people are leaving, and you guys are talking and practicing your character voice. And Scott, over Elvira's shoulder, you notice there's a little girl standing in the corner of this metro station, all alone, facing the wall. And she has sort of dirty blonde hair. Um, it's sort of matted with chunks. And she's scraping her nail along the wall. Um... G give me one second. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm gonna stick with the voice. I think I'm gonna stick with that voice. Uh, I I go over. You, you guys don't see this. I approach. I just walk over and approach the child. You see that she's scratching lines into the wall. Her hair from behind, as you get closer, you can tell that it's dirty and unwashed, and she's wearing some sort of weird jumpsuit. Uh, oh, hello, little girl. How, are you okay? A train passes, and a bunch of a billow of newspapers pass in front of you. By the time they do, she's gone. <gasps> All of a sudden, I, I start like slowly look down to my watch, which of course is broken, and I can hear the ticking sound though in my head. And the ticking gets louder and slower and louder and slower, and then I snap back and I come back like, okay, let's just 
You guys see Scott walk over to the wall and stare at it for a while and turn around. <laughs> like right. I said, he's, he's a very broken man. Like, let's just get into that station. <clears throat> let's just get into that station and see what is the deal. <laughs> I'm, 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 to be completely honest with you, I'm concerned that uh, if he's talking to a wall, he's not going to be able to keep the disguise. You know, just say as little as possible. Look, keep your eyes in the direction that our eyes are. But he, no, but he's going to have to look at our eyes to look in the direction of our eyes, and we are not looking at our own eyes, so that doesn't work. Follow our eyes. Because How our can we eyes, follow our eyes? If our, our eyes, eyes and our guys are the direction in which we should be most surprised. And you guys are calling me the crazy one? But listen to yourselves. Jesus Christ. You know what? Let's just, let's go. We're wasting time. You're at the police station. What would you guys like to do? You see that there are all, people are starting to crowd in. The morning business is starting. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the front desk. Excuse me. Um, is is Zeke in today? Zeke Edison, sector sergeant. Yes. So he should be back around oh, five. Uh, five p.m. Yes. Okay. Thank you for the information. I I have full security clearance. I can I can do this. Uh, I really need to speak to him. ASAP. We could reroute his submersible, but he won't be happy about if it. If you could reroute his submersible, that'd be great. Hold on, I, I'm gonna lean on top, over the counter, and uh... Hello, ma'am. Oh, how are you today? Well, thank you. Do you have police business? Oh, well, I was just wondering if you could just do me the personal favor of just having a reroute. You see, I, Zeke, I haven't seen him in such a long time, and my heart... Oh, it... it... <laughs> no, I don't really have tits. <laughs> The sight of a nipple will make him around. I just, I, I miss him so dearly. I, I wish, uh, couldn't you do me and, and help me here to bring me closer to Zeke? Real persuader, fast talk. I make it. Okay. Are, are you uh, an ex-wife of his or something? Oh, I wouldn't quite call it, uh, I don't know, it was more of a fling that we had together, a romance in Paris. It's <laughs> important, important enough to, to, to take him away from his morning route. I don't know, would you consider love for the rest of your life important enough to just to interrupt one moment in your day? I'll make the call. Thank you, sweetheart. And I blow a little kiss. <laughs> um, he makes a call, and after about 10, 15 minutes, you get there, by the way, sorry. Oh, good. Thank God. Claire shows up and sees them waiting in the lobby of the police station. Are you guys crazy shit? You see Scott, you see, actually, Elvira and... Uh, Leonid are sitting with a woman you don't recognize and very elegant, a very elegant dress. Okay, can we down away from this strange lady? Oh, Heather Longbottom, and I hold my hand out as if I'm waiting for her to kiss. I ignore it. Um, Heather, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Listen, I'm covered in blood. I don't think you want to touch me anyway. Oh yeah, she didn't change. So she shows up in a lab coat soaked in blood, severe burns to the side of her face. I have a detective notebook that I take out <laughs> and I write, it's got and I underline it. <laughs> Just so and I, I lower my glasses, like sunglasses, and give her a big old wink, like, what? Shockingly, this is not an improvement. Listen, whatever you guys are doing, I'm sure it's important, but um, remember I'm our- sorry. I'm sorry, should we talk about this outside? You're, you're dripping blood. Sure, sure, that's fine. Let's go outside. Listen, okay, remember our potential slam piece, Patricia? Listen, so <laughs> she always, so I always hate it. Oh, wait. She um she was crawling through the vents and um and uh, listen she was like contorted like a weird she was essentially a skeleton but she could like break her own bones at will and like then unfurl them she shows up in my vent while I'm working in the office like 
looking at some anemones and she's playing the violin in the vent. Oh no. So I break it, I open the vent, I take her out. She's like done all of this Adam. She asks me where it is. I obviously don't have it and refuse to tell her where it is. She proceeds to try and kill me. So of course I killed her, this vibe covered in blood. She's currently wrapped up in a nice little lap sheet in the freezer of my office as we speak. Can we please go back there? I'm really freaking out. I hate to say this does, as someone who's involved in this project, this does sound familiar. Jesus what Christ. Do you, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, we tested it on, some of the prototypes were tested on people. And we did find some strange trends. I'm sorry, you did unauthorized medical testing on people? It, it's, it doesn't have to be authorized here, baby. This is a libertarian society. I do what I want. And they, we were, we all consented. Um, He's quite charming, this gentleman. I, I hate, yeah. Scott's right. <laughs> on my notebook, I write Scott's too into this. <laughs> <laughs> this feels more comfortable than I've ever been before. He shows up, by the way. He gets out uh, of a rerouted police submersible and shows up at the port, um, go, walks into the front lobby past you guys. You see this is Sector Sergeant Zeke Edison with Abel and Thatcher, the two special agents behind him, smoking small cigarettes. Zeke? Huh? Who's, who is it? Dr. Leonard F. Hunter. Oh, Hunter, you're the one. Uh, you're the one who's been working with the police. You're the new politician, working with Ryan on political stuff. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, we... I'm told there's some sort of old fling of mine here. I don't remember anything like that. What's the deal? The old fling is justice. Uh, I. <laughs> I. <laughs> oh boy. I. I. I, I <laughs> oh boy. I, I've. I'm supposed to be on I, patrol. Right, I need to uh, to take a look at your ship, if you don't mind. My my personal vehicle or my patrol vehicle? Number three. My personal vehicle. Per- What's this regarding? This is regarding... I'm actually not at liberty to discuss that quite yet. I just need to take a look at the vehicle. Roll law or fast talk? Roll law. Ding. Oh, I pass. You I get it. Flying cars. Uh, all right, fine. Just because you... Happen to be above my pay grade. You can go take a look at my personal vehicle if you want, but I'd really like to know what this is about. All right, let's go in. And you're bringing... Who are these people? Oh, uh, my name is Heather Longbottom. Hi, Heather. Lovely uh, to meet you. What was that again, your name? Uh, Zeke Edison, Sector Sergeant. Oh, Sector Sergeant. Yeah. Hmm, you're quite handsome. You know that, Zeke. <laughs> Abel Thatcher, do you know these people? Well, I just introduced myself to you. I feel like we know each other a little now. I'm going to wait in the lobby. Whatever, Zeke. <laughs> he goes and sits down, right. annoyed. Let's go in the ship. Why did I dress up as a woman? <laughs> well, he didn't recognize you. <laughs> you seem to push the idea. I thought we were going to interrogate him or something. I didn't realize he wasn't going to be here with us. Yeah, well, you are loving this. I don't know why you're complaining. Well, I don't, he, I, didn't, he didn't recognize you. He doesn't know it's you. That's true. Yeah, I you're having a great time. Yeah. Just be happy. Just be happy. I feel like you guys are being positive, but also trying to shame me, and I will not be shamed. <laughs> well, that's right. You go to the port, the port complex where uh, his ship is waiting in, in an airlock. Okay, well, what's, what's something we should be on the lookout for? If How long ago did your job disappear? Oh, it's been years. Let's look. They, they probably have a manifest in the ship. They probably have a manifest. We should look and see if we can find that date that you're talking about. Yeah, just look for anything, anything suspicious, any, I don't know. All right, let's go in. Okay, you go into the uh, his personal submersible. It only holds two or three people. 
It's pretty small. It's a luxury model, though. The inside is totally leather. Um, uh, can I take off my bloody lab coat? In here? <laughs> Just in a trash can or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You go up to Zeke's personal vehicle and you recognize this is definitely, the serial number matches the one in the photograph. So just walking up to this thing, it triggers these awful memories in you, Scott. Um, this memories of the waves lapping over your face, the salt water gumming up your watch, your daughter as she drifted farther away, farther away in the current, um, feeling like you've been drowning ever since that moment. Um, you get to this ship and you can open up the door to it and walk up inside and just take a look around. Um, and it just smells thick with cologne and perfume in here. Okay, so I just start frantically looking around. Okay. The, the memories are starting to like trigger and get my adrenaline pumping and I'm like, as if I'm struggling through waves, I'm, I'm struggling through uh, everything in the cockpit. Okay, you find a bunch of receipts and uh, transactions at the Oliver Twist. These are all gambling debts. He's got a ton of these. They're all stuffed into the glove compartment. Anything, do I find anything else of interest? No, not here. These show that he owes a lot of money to a lot of different people. And a lot of the names are either blacked out or they're obvious code names as well. I'd like to take a picture of those so that we can reference them at a later time. Uh, is, there, is there registration of the vehicle? Yeah. yeah. Can we verify how long he's owned it? Yeah. Um, so you take a look at that. He's had it for six years. Oh. Wow. Is that why not? Yeah, it matches. Well, now that we've done this, um, can we go check on the dead body in my office? Or is it something else? What do you, you think? Want it, to you, do you think it got up and walked around? No, I'm just worried. I mean, they sent someone to clean it. I just, I think it seems kind of high stakes. If we get it back to my office, I just, I, wait, oh, sorry, quick. I checked in the trunk and everything. Still nothing of interest. Oh well, yeah. You find a disassembled shotgun in the trunk. Oh. Do you want to take it? No, I'm just stealing at that point. <laughs> well, yeah, but okay, okay, whatever. Maybe he's stole our daughter. Would like... you want to steal from Zeke Edison? Well. Scott Salinger wants to see her from Zika. All right! <laughs> but Heather, it's me, you guys. <laughs> Give a wink. <laughs> okay. Edison's waiting outside the airlock. So, am I free to go, officer? Uh, Zeke, you seem to have many debts in your life. What, what was it, what's going on under the surface? What do you mean by that? Gambling debts, specifically. Look, I like a game of cards just like any other guy. Do you? Do you... <laughs> To your detriment, Zeke, are you in trouble? Who are, what is this about? Who are you? Heather Longbottom. Zeke, I don't know you. Hi, my name is Elvira Lombardi, private detective. Oh, I heard, saw you on the news. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you're making us look bad out there. Oh, thank you. Yes, she is. Um, can, I, can I ask you, Zeke, uh, how long have you been in, in Rapture? About six years. About six Seven. years. Uh, what, what is it that you do here? Have you always been in the police force? Yeah, I worked my way up from the bottom, sector sergeant at this point, kind of a big deal. When you first started about six years ago, what, what did you come in to work on? Any specific initiative or project? Or? Mm, I don't know if I can talk about it. Oh, I, I have clearance, as does uh, all of us. We all have we clearance. All have clearance. <laughs> what is this, an interrogation or Especially something? No, no, yeah. it's, we're, just, we're trying to... Um, Get to know, yeah, get to know our friends. Get to know friends. We're new to Rapture, so we're just trying to figure I'm gonna out. Come, I'm going to come right out and say it, Zeke, because I have access to all of your records, and I think it's going to be better if we uh, can resolve this in a, in a civil way. Uh, are, have you ever been involved in human trafficking? Come on. That Seriously? Was the question. Seriously? 
Answer the question, Z. No, I've not been involved in human trafficking. What, like smuggling? There's criminal gangs that we've been trying to crack down on for a while now. Smugglers bringing in stuff from the surface. Illegal contraband. Zeke, where did- where is she? What? Zeke, where did you take her? Who are you? Zeke. <laughs> it's Heather Longbottom! It's, I'm Heather Longbottom, Zeke. <laughs> but where did you take her, Zeke? I have to go. Zeke, if you come clean, or else this will weigh down on your soul. He walks away, and Abel and Thatcher follow close behind him. You know what I think might be useful? If I speak to Ryan himself. Wow, Ooh. bold move, dude. I, I don't really know about him. that. I don't trust him. I, well, I can't say. I, I work with him, and I think he is a fine guy, but I think it's strange that he would appoint me, a government servant, to investigate another government servant. It seems almost like he's trying to hide something. Really, does that what it seems like? Oh my god, okay. Internal investigations are a thing. I know, but it's... Listen, he's, he, this, this isn't a normal internal investigation. This is very unorthodox. He, so he gets back... To say the least, and I give you a wink. <laughs> he gets back... <laughs> Edison, Abel, and Thatcher get back in the patrol vehicle and head back out towards Neptune's Bounty. Um, you guys are at the police station. It's about... Uh, what, like 9.30, 10 by now? Listen, uh, Heather, yeah. Scott. Yes. Uh, Scott who? All right, <laughs> look, we have a dead body in the lab. We have a gaping hole in Scott's room that we need to explore. Also in my face, just, it's, it, uh, it's a bandage. We have a lot to do, so let's prioritize. I still don't understand why you want to explore these tunnels so much. You can't not. It seems like to be frank, a safety concern. I've looked, I've looked, at, I have the map here. Uh, I, there was an accident at some point. Uh, they were closed and that's the end of it. Here's the thing. We're hearing voices and music, right? Yes, oh, and I heard music. And so far in my investigations in Rapture, there's one common thread, and that's that I don't totally trust the people in charge. I'm hearing that they're, they're testing this strange chemical on humans without being public about that. They're, uh, this stuff is obviously highly toxic and addictive. It is not beyond the realm of reason that they are, you know, storing Scott's child in some bizarre jail. If there's, if there's a voice coming from a place that has been sealed off, that raises a red flag for me. As, um, God damn it, I'm Elvira Lombardi, and I'll chase it till the end of the earth. As you guys are talking, an a empty tram car passes you guys, um, just an automated one that's going on a track on its own. And Scott, as you look into it, you see the girl again, a little bit older now, um, facing away from you, bouncing a red ball against the wall and catching it as it, the tram car trundles by. No, nobody else sees that. Oh, shit. I, I start running to like stay in pace with it. Okay, you get closer and closer to it. And as you look in through the window, you can see that it's you can barely recognize her, but that's her. That's your daughter. That's that's Rita. But as you pass by a column, she's gone. Rita! Rita! He's yelling at an empty tram car. It's your mother, Heather. <laughs> that's no, no, yeah. Rita! Rita! Shit! God damn it! Did you see that? Did you guys see that? What the hell? It was Rita. She was in the tram car. How old was she? I don't know. I, I don't know. Was she, she six old, years older than last? Or was it a different girl? <laughs> if I had to give an approximate guess, I would say at least six years older looking. At least. Okay. Well, <laughs> so maybe she didn't age well. Maybe she aged well, really well. One of those tram tracks. Where's it gone? I, I don't know. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't see. 
Well, we're standing by the tracks. We can just... He's crazy, but the only thing he cares about is this child. Oh, wait. Also, I'm like... I'm right here. You don't have to call me crazy to my face. <laughs> He's legitimately insane, and I'm very worried. Look at this whack job. You probably just saw a mirage. All right. Something, some, probably some of his synapses misfired. I feel his like brain's broke. You guys are shooting through holes that have already been blown in my chest. But okay. <laughs> oh, poor thing. What a rough life. Look, he might I be an egghead. But he's my client. You see, uh, I'm a world-renowned journalist. So <laughs> true. I'm the world. At the at the port, you see that same patrol car shows back up. Abel and Thatcher and Edison get out of the tram car, and he's looking. Uh, Edison is looking really disheveled right now, looking really upset. He goes into the police station. He takes. He comes back out with the badge taken off, um, and he yells back over his shoulder, "I'm taking the rest of the day off. Just deal with it. All right." I need some time. I need some personal time. And he goes back to the airlock and gets back in the Zanzibar 3 with Abel and Thatcher. It motors up and goes out of the airlock into the sea and heads towards the Oliver Twist. Let's go to the Oliver Twist. Isn't it? It's exclusive, right? It's membership only. It's a pretty fancy club, yeah. Cool. Well, good thing I am a pretty fancy man. And Heather Longbottom's never been denied a membership. Are you sure we're going to close? Maybe if we're going to do this whole thing. You don't think I look good? No, for me. Uh, I'm covered in blood. Uh, I think we have a lot to do right now. I think to track him is maybe a job for two people. Agreed. Also, maybe the other two can go take care of the dead body in a freezer and you know, in a government building. I would agree. I'm very nervous about it. Okay. okay. I want to. I want to go to Zeke. I want to follow that. I want son to go to bitch. Zeke as well. All right. Oh. Well, as a member, you probably only get a plus one anyway. So we'll go take care of the body. Bye. Okay. You gonna split up? Yep. You guys head back to the lab. Great. Everyone gives you a lot of room, uh, a lot of space. You go back and you find uh, the body in the morgue drawer. Her veins are just glowing bright, bright blue. All right, yeah, see this shit, it was actually insane. Just roll, roll sanity for this whole thing, by the way. Just Great, cool. yeah, good call. Oh, you just missed it. Uh, You're gonna take five points of sanity. This has been a weird day for you. Yeah, well, I'd say so. Yeah. What would you guys like to do with it? <clears throat> Great. Uh, so she, can we start testing that fluid that she tried to stab me with? Sure, you can run some quick tests on it. It's just okay. basically like stagnant water. Yeah, I'm going to take some uh, photos of her emaciated body. This is clearly not something that the government should be selling. I agree. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can do some quick studies as well if you want to roll biology one more time before yeah. you dispose of this. Let's step. See what's good. Ooh, 23. I made it. You make it. Okay. It would take a full autopsy to be totally sure, but just taking a few quick examinations, you can tell that she's probably injected um, upwards of 30 or 40 times. Like, even after she escaped, she must have somehow gotten a hold of more. Um, and around the time where you start doing like 30, 40, maybe 50 injections, in a sh especially such a short time, it can totally shrivel and mutate and change someone's physical uh, form. Wow. Well, that's unfortunate. I think maybe she got them from in the vets. Do you think these are connected to the labyrinth of tunnels that we found earlier? Uh, maybe. Well, and it, here's something we have not addressed. Mm. The way that they're reporting your research is flat out wrong. Yeah, it's absolutely incorrect. That yeah. is, that's mm -hmm. uh, morally reprehensible. It is. People are going to die. Yes. Already have, in fact. Although that was As you guys are working from, uh, there's a small shop that's just across the across the street from your office. Um, 
and you hear an announcement uh, across the PA system, and it says, starting next week, get a free slim down plasmid by Ryan Industries at Dandy Dental with any root canal. Offer good while supplies last. This is insane. Um, so what do we do about this? I don't know. Obviously, Ryan is connected with this whole thing. Say, Mary, I'm feeling rather down in the mouth. My chemistry academy re reunion's coming up, and everyone's going to see how fat and wrinkly I've gotten. Well, why not try Shapeshift, the new plasmin from Ryan Industries, available soon from your local plastic surgery lounge. You could show up at your reunion looking like a bodybuilder, a tanned Adonis. Perhaps a change of gender is in order. You're a chemistry student, after all. Why not spend the evening with a little experimentation? Plasmids? I heard those things hurt. Oh, progress is always painful in a way, Jim, like the sting of disinfectant washing away the vile germs of a fresh wound. Rest assured that Ryan Industries' Adam plasmids are safe, non-toxic, and leave you feeling fresh and renewed. So why not give it a go? Wow. This can't be distributed publicly. No, absolutely not. I, I don't trust Ryan. I think he's trying to profit off of it. I yeah, think he doesn't give a shit about whether it's good for people or not. Um... I'm not sure that I'm in much of a position to expose something, but maybe you could leak some of your research. I mean, what do you have that could... I just took pictures of... Well, we have the pictures. We have all of the samples of Adam that um, Scott has, or Heather, excuse me. Um, and we also... Well, they burned all of my research prior. Um, I don't know. I think that we should test, use some of the samples and test it on, like, some small animal, like a fish or something. Like, and then just recreate the reports that I made that were destroyed. Okay, we and can then, do that. Then, you know. Um, should we should we get rid of this body, by the way, or should we keep it? Is it going to be useful? I think we can probably get rid of it. The violin's here, too. It's a Stradivarius. We'll keep that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Is there, like, an incinerator nearby? Like... Yeah, you've got a, an incinerator from Medical Waste. That's awesome. Let's just toss her in. Just dump slider on in. Yeah. <laughs> you've got, like, two coworkers who are there. They just back away. I love this. This Excuse is like me. my subplot is that I become king of the marine <laughs> biology department. Um, good, as they should be. I mean, Jesus. All right, yeah. So we burn our body. We take the violin experience. You slide the corpse down the long chute into the medical incinerator next to all the old anemone samples, the old fish carcasses, and it just slowly burns up. You can see that Adam sparking and popping in her veins as it does. Next time on Bioshock, Drown City Blues. Relax. Uh, yeah, you know, we've had a very stressful day. I've been assigned a difficult case. I wouldn't mind a you, drink. Yeah, yeah, I, let, let me buy you a drink. How's oh, that? Good job. You're the greatest life. In booths around the edges, Opium High housewives are playing casual games of Russian roulette. And you hear grunting and fighting coming from inside. And you look in, you see two men in ripped and bloodied tuxedos just having a fist fight in the middle of this pit. All right, I got about a gallon of hurt for you. Why don't you come and take a sip? A gallon looks more like two inches to me, Zeke. Thanks for listening.